1: Look who's back. <laughs> it's like my first wrap-up show of the year. Do you remember <clears> throat> what throat> happened
2: with the season? Uh, Yeah, I went to shit. Yes. And so you went to Philly. You're like, you know what? The Phillies are good. <laughs> I'm like, screw this. I'm out. Jim's <laughs> back, which is the good news. Uh, the good news is Blake Snell. And <clears throat> the, the only good news. Is, I mean, and the other good news is run differential. is now fourth in the National League. Great yeah. run,
1: great run differential night
2: for the huge, Padres. Huge Massive. run differential night, huge night for Blake Snell in Houston. Six innings, two runs. So John and Jim with you here on the wrap up show as you make your way in. You know the deal. Subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Subscribe to our brand new John and Jim channel. By the way, click the link. We're almost at a, thousand. Let's get to yes, a thousand. can you guys. help us get to a thousand? Seriously, folks. Yeah, come on. Most, I'm sure most of you here live are probably already subscribers. If you're here on replay, please subscribe. Like seriously, do we ask for that much? Kind of, but just click the link in the description I Like it, below. subscribe, that's all. Um, so yeah, please like this video. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Uh, thank you for the supers, by the way, throughout the course of the year, including here tonight. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We appreciate your support. We'll get to all the supers here tonight. If you want to become a member, click join. You get custom emojis and badges Jim's back. It coincides with Blake Snell again. 20 consecutive outings. How about this stat, Jim? Do you see this from ESPN stats and information? 20 consecutive outings of three earned runs or less, actually three runs or less, for Blake Snell, just the third Padre ever to do that. He's going to get paid, man. He is going to get paid,
1: and the Padres wasted this season.
2: (laughs) That's confirmed, yes.
1: Like 100%. And it sucked because – I was going to tweet this out, but who cares? Whatever, you know. It sucked that tonight was a meaningless win because tonight was like a really good win by this team. Like from all phases, pitching, offense. I mean, this is one of the, you could argue this is one of the best games of the year. Just the it, way that they put together a cohesive offensive output, and it wasn't just like a couple guys. It was up and down this lineup, and how they went. Six for 10 with runners in scoring position. Blake Snell, you know, going six, giving up two, getting out of a couple jams there against one of the best teams in baseball on the
2: road. It was a really good win. Problem is, it meant nothing. It meant nothing for everyone but Blake Snell. True. You know, and you're right. It means nothing. They, they could sweep the series. It means nothing. But for Blake, here's the thing. And you'll agree with this, and you would. If Blake Snell tonight went three innings allowed six runs, we would have killed Blake Snell and said, "Well, there goes a Cy Young candidacy," even though the game doesn't matter. But the fact that he went six innings, allowed just two runs, keeps him in the conversation. And oh, I think he's the front he's runner. The Zach Allen, sure. Zach Allen tonight had a nine inning shutout. Yeah, shutout. So yeah. that's you know fairly rare in baseball today. But I mean, Snell's in a good spot. I assume he's pitching against the Dodgers in five days. Mm-hmm. I would assume it. I, I would say that, you know, for like,
1: do I think Blake Snell deserves to win the Cy Young this year at this point in time? I think he's done a, a good amount to have his name in the mix for sure. But I can tell you this, it ain't going to be no unanimous decision. It's not going to be close to like a runaway from, from anybody in the National League. Steel, Gallon, and Snell. I think those right now are your top three. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, Strider's falling off. Yeah, his, his ERA is around a, f- a four, and you're not going to win a Cy Young for no, having you three strikeouts. Yep. Um, you know, Gallon's still above a three ERA, but his innings and his whip has been fantastic. And he's also got the strikeouts to back it up as well. And I'm sure they're going to look at other like numbers and, and things for the Cy Young that are, you know, deep in the weeds, right? Um, but I, I don't think it's a clear runaway that Snell is the Cy Young Award winner. He might be in the leading position right now, like the leading block. But uh,
2: it's he's still going to need to make a couple more good starts for him to like. I truly get it. I agree with that. Now I would assume they're not going to get cute and like skip him pitching at Dodger Stadium. He's good against the Dodgers, and I mean these are meaningless games anyway. Could be for the Dodgers too. They probably have the division wrapped up. It won't be meaningless though for playoff positioning for the Dodgers. But if he stays on normal rest, there's no off days. He'd have four days rest. He would pitch in game three against the Dodgers. And then he probably makes another two outings. I mean, at the end, he might not pitch the final weekend gym in Chicago. May I mean, if he's got three really good outings here against the Dodgers and whomever else down the stretch, Rockies, Cardinals, see, then that's probably it. He makes three more starts. He's got his 2.5 ERA, and he wins the Cy Young.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess – I. I wouldn't personally like it. I would like him to just finish out this season. And you're saying, oh, you're saying if he didn't pitch the final weekend of the season? Like if he – you know how you do it for like batting? Like if a team has nothing to play for and a player has the batting title locked
2: up. He, or yeah, 300 batting average. You don't want to right. be 299. You just like don't play yeah, that person. Don't pitch him. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that may, maybe that honestly, it's probably not even – my guess is he'll pitch – until the season ends i mean maybe if he scheduled to pitch the last day of the regular season they wouldn't pitch him he's like the last day of the regular season that dude's literally a free agent like the game would is I, legit yeah. meaningless what i would i put it
1: past snell to like if they had him schedule a start and he went to management or went to bob and was like i'm not pitching Would i put it past him
2: no but i don't know if he's not i mean i don't know he's made 29 starts i know but <laughs> oh here we oh, go oh man Oh. <laughs> actually you uh, just reminded me i think we members have a, i'm gonna i'm gonna put a sneeze emoji in um in the membership we have it over at john and jim membership. exactly now. exactly so i'm gonna put it on uh the wrap-up
1: show it's, or, it's surprising i have not sneezed in a long time <laughs> on like our john on john and jim during the day true it's been a that's long because time you, that's because you were off for a week but even then like since we started Broadcasting John and Jim on YouTube live every day. It's been about a month. I think I've
2: always sneezed. No, like you've one been time. sneezing. When y- you had a whole show, you sneezed the entire show. But that was not when
1: we had YouTube. No, we were, we were not. Bro- no, no, that was not. That was before we started broadcasting on okay. YouTube every day. Okay. Yeah. so Hold, hold on. Will,
2: will you, you talk? Can I add emojis? Maybe you can. I think you can not add emojis. It's based on how many members you have. I'm going to get rid of one.
1: James, bro, you cannot. St- I love you, James. Thank for being a loyal listener. What's he saying? I'm, I'm looking at the emojis. He says, meaningless win for John
2: and Jeff For me and the players, we still believe there's playoff hopes. <laughs> Hold on. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, which emoji would you like to get rid of? There's one that's like the F word. There's Jim Angry. There's Jim's an idiot. There's Let's Go. Is that good? You can't get rid of any of these. Can I get rid of just the word Soto? I think I'll get rid of yeah, the word Yeah, get rid Soto. of Soto. Yeah, who cares? He's, he's going to be traded in the offseason Soto. anyway. Come
1: on, clean it up. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's, he's, he's not resigning here. Or he's, well, he's still going to be back
2: potentially next year, though. Yeah. No, he's getting traded in the offseason. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> um, okay, if you are a member, you are about to have access. I assume this update's right away. Hope so. You're about to have access to the Jim sneeze emoji. I just hit save and publish. Do you guys have access? I don't, I don't know. To the, the sneeze emoji. Check out your emoji keyboard if you're a member. Use the sneeze emoji if you have it for Jim. All right, What what's James' points here? Okay, meaningless for John and Jim, but for me and these players, we still believe. Wait, me and these players, James, what are you, managing? <laughs> um Now, are you being serious or not, James? Because he's a loyal viewer, so I don't want to like go crazy here. But are you being serious or not?
1: And like, (laughs) I I see this on. I see this. Maybe it's maybe it's the diehard fan that like I have to remember about how. Okay,
2: he's serious. He's serious. All right. Well, exactly. there's no play. I mean, J- James, and I love you, man. I appreciate you hanging out with us. You are loyal. And, and mm-hmm. I'm just offering my opinion, and you're just offering yours. It's not personal, and you're entitled to it. And crazy things have happened in the history of sports, but the Padres can't make the postseason. No. And I hate to say that. for I, I do, but it's not me saying it. It's the Padres, p- the way they perform. I mean, there, there's no path. So right. it's over. if I'm wrong, James, you can literally you're – you're coming on the wrap-up show. You're hosting uh, the wrap-up show. You're hosting. You're hosting John and Jim.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll give you a paycheck for like a week.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, what do you? What are they at right now? I mean, just looking right now. Yeah, they're eight games under five hundred with like nineteen to go. Like the Diamondbacks 20. have won three in a row. I I do feel like right now. Yeah, Giants are going to be completely out of it. They have. man I cannot believe how they played. Fall it off a cliff. Well. Yeah what happens when a team <clears throat> excuse me goes out and spends nothing in free agency and expects a bunch of like they were in position i know they were, no in, position. Know. They were well, in position entering they way september over their head they're way over their head
2: well right um, now okay so yeah okay so <clears> everyone's <throat> point so you're seven games behind arizona you're six and a half behind miami you're five and a half behind cincinnati let's just use those forget about the giants for a second that's fine you're seven six and a half and five and a half with 20 to play which means if you go 20 and 0 if the Diamondbacks, for example, go 13 and 7, you're going home. You have to go 20 and 0. I mean, even if they go. go f- now if you go 19 and one, they can go 12 and eight, right?
1: You, even if you go 15 and
2: five, Yeah, I mean, again, the numbers don't work. What do you by the do way, to- it doesn't matter, because you could go 20 and0 and Arizona go 13 and seven, but what if Miami goes 14 and six? Or again, like, that, that's good baseball, but you get my point. I mean, they literally would have to go perfect, and they're not treating these games as if they have to win them all.
1: Yeah, they're going to lose tomorrow like five to two. <laughs> like, it's just how this team operates. They, they look like world beaters and the greatest team ever one game. And then the next game, they lose and they just can't score more than three runs. Yeah. That's who, who they are.
2: It is. I mean, the run differential stuff is stupid because it hurts because it's like they're the only team in baseball with a positive run differential that's under 500. And they're eight games under 500. It's ridiculous. It makes Crazy no sense. sense. Uh, Brady, thank you for the first super of the night, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Um, Jim is back. Padres breaking not necessarily, news. Necessarily, uh, based on what happened here tonight. Although Blake Snell again, really good. Um, we had elite pitching this season and historically bad offense. This is the epitome of being a San Diego sports fan. Maybe it is. This team might be a good summation of like the history of professional sports in San Diego. Like Chargers when they're in San Diego. Like everything goes wrong, and they charge her, and the Clippers move, and the Rockets move, and the Padres never win. And right, you know? I mean, is yeah. this season a summation of like what goes on with San Diego sports? Maybe, maybe
1: it 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 pretty much is. Yeah, uh, I won't say this
2: team has, has I won't say
1: this is uh, an historically bad offense. No, not maybe historically with, bad. Maybe with the names like in the lineup, you you would say this is a bad off, like historically bad offense, because with The All-Stars you have in there, and to be this bad, it doesn't make any sense.
2: They're historically bad in close games, literally. That's what they're historically bad in. I mean,
1: they showed the stat on the TV tonight. Yeah, Apple. They're on pace to have the worst record in one-run games in the history of the sport.
2: Yeah, that's not good.
1: Like That's the historically bad part about this team, and then not winning one game in extra innings.
2: Right. And you have you you're going to have the worst record in the history of baseball in one-run games with a Hall of Fame closer potentially. And that's <sighs> like I'm not kidding. Like Josh right. Hader could be a future Hall and if he's not, he's a top 20 closer in the history of the game. John, you have like
1: at the most six Hall of Famers on this team.
2: At the most you have six Hall of Oh, <laughs> hold on. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Yeah, uh, Manny Soto, right? Again, we're, we're making things up, but if you could fringe Manny Soto. Yeah. Manny Bogart's Soto. very fringy. Fringy, very but fringy. hey, he's, he's that's fine. Eh, fringy. Now, you, there's no fringe Hall of Fame pitcher other than Hayter. Okay. is not a fringe Hall of Fame pitcher. He's had a Hall of Fame career if you include Japan, but he's not a Hall of Fame pitcher. Maybe one day they change the rules. Maybe, but you agree. I mean, if you looked at his his big league numbers, they're nice. They're nice. But yeah. It's like he's what is this, does he have? A hundred wins? I mean, he's nowhere near a Hall of I Fame pitcher. Four. But so who and now uh, Tatis again? It's going to be tough. <laughs> Three, but they have a bunch. I mean, you know, my point is they like, got some really has... high level, just below Hall of Fame caliber. Yeah. If everything worked out, career guys, you're right. Well,
1: and Hassan Kim will
2: be a Hall of Famer. Oh, know, definitely. Hassan right. And Jake
1: Cronenworth. <laughs> who? and uh the guy with the giant cast up to his neck for a broken wrist right can someone explain it to me like why does he have the largest cast in the history of cast for a broken wrist well they don't want it to move you can't okay if you have your wrist how's he showering strapped you're you're not moving it like what are we doing here
2: i don't know maybe they whatever dude All right, let me get to this super Murray. Thank you guys. Thank you for the supers. We appreciate it. We're going to get to all of them. Please subscribe. If you're here, subscribe to our brand new channel, John and Jim. We'd love to get to 1000 with your help. We're like 50 away. Um, Murray says the Cy Young goes to the best pitcher, not the pitcher on the best team. True. Mm -hmm. Um, The Hawk won MVP for the Cubs. The Cubs are a last place team. Snell is best. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's accurate. MVP Cy Young. We've seen this play out. It does not have to be the best team happens often in baseball. You've got an individual effort for a team that's not great. Mike Trout would be a good example. Yeah. Uh, Jacob DeGrom with the Mets we've talked about. Um, Bryce Harper won a couple years ago with the team that didn't make the postseason. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of examples. I mean, in the 70s, Steve Carlton won 27 games for a Phillies team that won like 58. So there are examples. Um, so no, I don't think Snell's going to be critiqued or hurt by the Padres season. I, I would say this, Jim. If he was competing with someone for like an 111-win Dodger team, if it was like, you know, the ace of the Dodgers for an 111-win team against Blake Snell and his 70-win team, okay. Well, then you might not win it, but that's not happening right now. It's like Zach Gallon. You know, Arizona's had a nice year. Cubs have had a nice year, but nobody's going to win 120 games.
1: Yeah, and if the numbers, the stats were kind of, like, comparable, you know, if there's no, like, yep. you know what I mean? Um, it'd be interesting to have, like, Steele, Gallen, and Snell side by side by side. 'Cause I, I would say if you look at it that way, you know, there there's positives for all three of them. Yeah, definitely. And it's gonna be how the voters what the voters view as like the most important thing. Is it the ERA? Is it the innings pitched? Is it the whip? Is it the numbers the underlining numbers, batting average against, you know? I mean, if you look at that, then I guess you'd have to say Blake Snell. Um do how much do wins factor in? I don't think they factor in that much because both of all three of those guys are kind of around the same. Like steel is oh, has steel the best. Is what? 16 and three. 16 and 3. But hey, Blake Snell's 13 and 9. Yeah. Allen's I think, 14 and 9 or something along those lines. So it's right. not like someone that has like 25 wins. Yep. Yeah, it's just hard to do. It's now. gonna be interesting. I it's it will be interesting to see how they all split the votes. Because like I it's gonna be, I bet you a lot it's gonna be very close. It'll be it, I think it'll, it'll be close. So close.
2: I would say this though, like I wonder if Snell gets the benefit of the net of the uh, doubt based on like having won a Cy Young and just like his name. Like when you compare Blake Snell to Justin Steele to Zach Allen, like Snell is far and away the established name. And I, I you just wonder, I mean, there's a human poll, right? This isn't anything that's based on data. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's backed it up. He's got a two five ERA. Here's my thing on Gallon and and Snell. From the from the Snell perspective, you can't tell me that Gallon or Steele has had a better season than Blake Snell. You can say they've had a comparable season, mm-hmm. but when you look at, to your point, batting average against, even innings, he's top 20 right now in innings. Yeah, Blake Snell yeah. is in baseball. He's top 20 in innings, and he's got this league-best 2.52 ERA. So I, I, he's got a lot working for him. Again, I'm with you. It's not cut and dry. It's not a 1.5 ERA. It's not cut and dry, but I think – you look at Vegas, I think he's in the driver's seat and it's his to lose is how I look at it.
1: Yeah, and um, you know, if they season it today, then yeah, I would say he, it's, m- he might get, he it. Might, he he might get it. it. But like you still got three or four more starts here mm-hmm.
2: and things could change. You, they could. They could. So see how it goes. Um, Iron Lung, thank you. He says, I've been around baseball for a while and I know it's a business, but the players are number one to blame. At what point do they get held accountable? It's just so hard. I mean, it's the front office that that signs these players to 5, 6, 10, 12, 13, 14-year deals. And, of course, the players are to blame for this team being eight games under five hundred. but they're not going to fall on the sword mm-hmm. like potentially general managers do in this spot. We'll see about the Padres. Probably not. Or a manager. We'll see about Bob Melvin. But, yeah, there's no question the players share as much blame as, as everyone else in this equation. So this is a great question mm-hmm. by iron
1: Lug, and how do you hold a player accountable like i see this a lot from yeah. fans and they're right. right and it's like the players need to be held accountable like how do you hold the player accountable by saying that they sucked right by ha- by like saying them i mean what do you do like the only know. way that that us the media can right. hold anybody accountable is just to tell the truth and say that these players are, have underperformed, and the big four. If I'm putting like, the like they are a top of this list of, of reasons why this team has underperformed this year, and at times they've all sucked. And Manny Machado's had a horseshit year. Zander Bogarts has had a horseshit year. Soto has had a huh, okay year, good, you know, not his best, and Tatis has had a down year. What else can be said? Like, how else can we hold these guys more accountable than just saying they suck?
2: Well, and then we say it, and people are like, it's the media's fault that this team has performed because the media had such high expectations for this team. And I'm like, no, you can't. What are you talking about? The media has nothing to do with this. I mean, literally nothing. It's kind of comical when people say that. I love when, if if there's actual real people in the world that think the media has anything to do with the Padres' 2023 season, that, to me, is laughable. Like, why? Because they had high expectations? Great. Mm It's still on the team to perform. It's not the media's fault that they didn't live up to expectations.
1: And you can't do anything with Manny Machado. He played his cards beautifully to start the year. Personally, he did what he felt like was right. He thought about himself to get the money. He got it. Sider ponied it up. What else is there? You can't do anything about Manny Machado being here. Like you can't do anything. He is here for life the only way he leaves is if he demands a trade and accepts it that's it same thing with bogarts same thing with tatis so there's no accountability that this team yes can put on these players other than like telling them like they need to be better (laughs) like it's just it's how sports works and it's stupid and then bob melvin's gonna get the 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 bad end of the stick here because if you want to hold somebody accountable the only
2: person you can really hold accountable is Bob Melvin because he's the easiest to fire and easiest to replace. And the one thing though about accountability that I would say, and I agree with everything you said, and to Iron Lung's point, it's a valid one. But it's not as if I do the one thing I will fight back against that people say is like they got paid and that's why they're playing like this. I'm like the, I that. I think they hold themselves to high standards, especially yeah. these players that have these large contracts that they've they've earned. By and large, you could say, well, 350 should he gotten that, or 280 should should have gotten it. But they were going to get a lot of money. Machado was going to get money, Bogarts, and so on and so forth. I don't think Manny Machado puts his head on the pillow at night and is content with the season he's had. I could be wrong, but I don't think you get to that spot as a professional with 2,000 career hits, pacing for 500 career home runs, and you're content with signing a deal like that and not living up to expectations. As in, he... I, I don't think you need to hold him accountable. I think he tries to hold himself accountable. At the end of the day, it's professional sports. I mm-hmm. mean, you, you don't always have it work in your favor, unfortunately. You can try hard and you can fail, especially in a sport like baseball. So I, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. I'm just saying I don't think they are treating this like, oh, who cares? Mm-hmm. You but know? I,
1: I, I would bet that not everybody in that clubhouse feels how fans and we feel. About yeah, this I agree with that. Like I do believe, it's just a feeling, like that there are people in that clubhouse who are to what you said. Like, eh, got mine. Sleep well. Nah, I sleep well. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not the money, but like, I get my. I get some numbers. Like I'm good. You know, like right. hey, I'm gonna get paid. You know, like I, I don't think it is a complete clubhouse. Of every time they lose, everybody in there is like distraught and you know like this is
2: bullshit and you know i don't feel that i, I don't, don't feel it either but i think individually like at its core i think a player like xander bogart who other than april and september has really struggled <clears throat> i don't think he's content with it and i don't think he wants to put up with that level of performance i think they're highly aware of a they're letting people down b they're earning a lot and c they're playing for i mean someone like manny Machado specifically is like playing for you know, uh, legacy. You're playing to get into a hall of fame. He, Manny Machado can't have a pool hole second half yet be out pool and get into the hall of fame. Right? Like he mm-hmm. can't fall off a cliff and no. be a completely different player the next 10 years and be a hall of famer. He's going to have to perform and post and play. Um, but your point's valid. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know about the dynamic of this team and for whatever reason, the dynamic hasn't worked out, but I don't put it on the contracts that these players signed this past offseason, like Xander Bogart's contract Manny Machado contract, you Darvish contract that it, it's convenient because they, they've struggled. So it's easy to say, Hey, those contracts have led to some of the struggles. That's how I say it. I'm
1: just waiting for the end of this season to hear all the excuses. <laughs> like that's what I'm waiting for. We are September 8th. Yep. The season will end on October 1st Yep. or 3rd. 1st or not October 1st, I think. 1st. 1st on that Sunday in Chicago versus the White Sox. The next day, I cannot wait to hear the excuses coming out of this team. I just can't wait. I, I know they will be
2: from the team. I, like, the thing, yeah, it'll be from the team but not the players. Like, I don't think you're going to hear a lot of, like, hey, let me summarize my season. I'm Juan Soto. Here's my summary of the season. I mean, they'll talk to the media for, like, 60 seconds at Comiskey well, or whatever it's called. It will be interesting because I would hope
1: – that from the leaders of this team, you hear at least some form of an apology to the fans. Save
0: big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: And not to the level of like, you know, we're like, like, oh, here's my formal apology. Like, no, like, hey, we let you guys down this year. Every single one of you that came out to set a Petco Park record, that's on us.
2: We let you guys down and we can't have that happen again. I, I think... Some players have spoken about the fan support. And Bob Melvin literally, we, you know, we had Bryce Miller on what, yesterday on the radio? And Bob Melvin singled out Bryce Miller of the UT for his column on the fans being the MVP of the Padres, and he agreed whole, wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that, that tells you all you need to know about the performance of the Padres this year. So, no, your, your point's valid. I think everyone always wants – it's like you want a motive for a crime. I always go dark. Like nobody Jeez. likes random – nobody likes random crimes. Yeah, nobody likes random, like, mer- like. why did this happen? Oh, it was domestic. Oh, it was a robbery. But when you don't have an explanation, to your point, it's a really good point. If the season ended and we heard from no one for two weeks, ago, what happened? Who's accountable? There better be something How's like... How's this cleaned up? Within two days after the
1: season yeah, ends, by October there 3rd. better be some type of... Like, well, press conference. Press conference discussion, like something. Because There will. Because, dude, if they go radio silent for <laughs> like a January. couple of weeks because the playoffs are starting,
2: like, holy shit. But then remember, if you move on from your manager, you're not supposed to hire a manager during the postseason, although teams do it on off days, even though you're not supposed to. So, you might so be they're going to like string on Bob Melvin for a month. Well, or, or if you don't keep him, you then don't you know find your next manager for over a month. Um, Jared, thank you. He says, sorry for being AWOL. Don't apologize, Jared. Thank you for your super. He says, I miss and love you all. Padres looked amazing. This is hopefully what we can look forward to next year, mostly. I wish it was correlated like that. I I mean, but I would tell you two things, Jim. It's like they go two and 20 down the stretch or whatever. I'm not going to be like, that's a correlation to April next year. Or if they went 22 here, I'm not going to be like, that's a correlation to April. No,
1: The way this team is constructed, I don't want to see this team that next year. I don't, I, I, there's no, I like this team to me. Is the most annoying baseball team I've ever watched because they have so much talent and they couldn't put it together. So to me, running it back is just like banging your head against the wall. You are bound to potentially have the same thing happen again. So I'm changing a lot of this roster. I just like the ex- first base. You need a first baseman. I'm done with the Grisham experiment. I mean, Grisham in oh, yeah, center gone. field, yeah, he's like, gone. give me a break. I know he had a good night tonight, but like, it's over. You got to get a better bench. You got to get, you know, a, a better bullpen pieces. You have to have a way better approach for this team's hitting. Like, I'm sick and tired of the approach that this team has at the plate. That's so inconsistent. It's ridiculous. Can we get, I don't know, some like competent, like people in that dugout, like please? And I'm talking about Ryan, Ryan Flaherty. Like, what's his purpose on this team? Like, what
2: has he done? Like, give me well, like one. Like you thing, said, though, like give me one said, thing he's done. Well, it's not a historically bad offense. It's just a really bad team in the clutch. So really, bad. really, really bad team in the clutch. And yeah, maybe some of that's on Ryan Flaherty. Certainly, some of that is on the coaching staff, manager. A lot of it's on, but on that's the players.
1: The, but like, that's the thing that frustrates me the most is, yes, this team this year in the clutch has been god-awful. But I'm afraid that their plan to fix it is just like, hey, we can't be this bad next year. <laughs> well, like if That's not, not a spend, plan.
2: But if they're not going to spend the same amount of money, that's Kevin Ac telling us that on John and Jim, subscribe to that channel. Click the link in the description down below. If they're not going to spend the same money, if they're not going to resign Blake Snell or Josh Hader, it's like, how do you improve your roster? I mean, maybe it involves trading Juan Soto, which neither you or I are exactly huge fans of. So, like, if you got Soto and Machado and Bogarts and Tatis and Darvish and Musgrove and Suarez back, okay, how much money is that? A lot. Corona worth. Right. I mean you're you're tied up big time next year. I forget what the number is. Pushing one eighty. Seventy six, I think. Yeah. So like how are you how are you really getting better? I mean, you're going pretty frugal to get better. And we the problem is that didn't work this past time. The carpenters, oh. the cruises, the you oh, know, gosh. try to save here, save there. And that wasn't a good way to round out the roster. Yeah, it just it goes back to a, a organizational philosophy
1: that is flawed.
2: Uh, Laura, thank you. Laura D, appreciate you hanging out. Thank you for your super chat. Guys, if you're here, please subscribe. And thank you for your super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Uh, Laura says, if Bob Melvin leaves, is there any world where a Peavy or a Hoffman could become the manager? Fans would be elated. It might actually be a great thing. No, unfortunately, because even like, I'll give you an example. Ryan Sandberg, Hall of Famer, managed in the minor leagues for like four or five years Before getting to the big leagues, I mean, that would be crazy, unconventional. And typically, players of that caliber don't really get into coaching. Obviously, Tony Gwynn did with his alma mater. Um, But it's a little bit atypical. It's a little bit atypical. Once you've had a Hall of Fame career, you don't typically get into coaching. Typically. Yeah. And plus, they're already like kind of like ambassadors to the team. They're they're not – I would, they're not, they no, don't, they don't want to I mean, like coaching. 40 years ago, there was crazy stuff. Didn't Jerry Coleman leave the broadcast booth to manage for a year for the Padres, like in the 1980? That's a different world. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen anymore. Now, you got first-time managers all the time. All the time, you have first-time managers without a lot of managerial experience because front offices run things. Oh, we're used to that here. Yeah, but i that would shock me, Laura. Cool concept, cool concept, yeah. but that would shock me. Um, Jared says, I didn't mean to run it back dingus
1: no i know you didn't i'm just saying there's people out there may have heard of them that like want to run it back and it's like give me a break
2: <laughs> give me a fucking break um these I'm, I'm not pulling up this last super right listen we appreciate the supers but Hold no on. come on the name of the super and the, oh. come on no come on do better than that We appreciate the support, but yeah, we're not. Come on. We got, this is a family show. This is a family show. Oh, my bad. Mercenaries. Rich. What's going on, Rich? Uh (laughs) Good to have you with us here tonight. All right. While we have a moment, I do want to remind you about our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show. That's Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance needs, or more, any insurance need, Mark Nimitz is your guy. You can take that from us. I've had homeowners, life insurance and earthquake insurance policies through Mark for the better part of the last couple of years. Mark's literally been with us since day one of the wrap-up show on YouTube, which is over two years. At this point, we never would have gotten this off the ground without Mark. We never would be able to do this as often as we do it without your support, our viewers and our listeners live or on replay. If you have an insurance need, call Mark. He's a San Diegan. He's a lifelong Padres fan. He's a great insurance agent. I had a claim in here last year, He took care of everything, saved us so much time and money. He's a great insurance agent. Here's his website. Actually, it's not on the screen, is it? It is. You must have done that. Did Did you do that? I did it. Uh, Click the link in the description down below. You'll get to Mark's website. You can get a free quote online. You can call Mark. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll provide you with free quotes as well. And again, whatever it is, he can save you $750 or more. Before you renew, call Mark. If you're looking for information on a new policy, get in contact with our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Y'all's information above my head. MNimitz at FarmersEngine.com. When you reach out to Mark, let him know that John and Jeff from the wrap-up show sent you. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let's get back to some of these supers. Please subscribe if you are here. Padres win big over the Astros. Great offensive night, to your point. Blake Snell is the story right now. Six innings, two-run baseball. He did work out of jams, including in that sixth inning, second and third, a run was in with one out, and he got out of it with any further damage, which is the story, by the way, of his season, remarkably. Right. Uh, pitching through, um, I don't know, just pitching out of spots all year long and jams. Andrew, thank you for the super. He says, would Matt Williams be suitable to be manager? Well, certainly his experience would make him suitable to be manager. I, I would just be a little cautious if I'm the Padres not moving on from Bob Melvin and hiring someone on his staff. That, that goes to Ryan Flaherty. That goes to Matt Williams. That goes to whomever's on his staff. If this thing has been a disappointment and a failure, I don't know if that is enough of a sell to the fan base or even to the clubhouse to stay internal. Just my two cents on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got – yeah, it's – I'm not touching Bob. Um, I'm keeping him here, but if you got rid of him and you hired from within, that's again, that's just a horrible look. Like, you yeah, know, Matt on. Williams managed in the big leagues, right? Yeah, but he's, there's a reason why he has not been a manager since. And a reason why that it, mm. it like lasted very short. Yeah. Sure. It
2: yeah. It's been a while. I mean, that, that was a long time ago, 2014. And that's a long time. Next season yeah. is 2024. That's a very long time. Um, widely respected obviously player and coach there's no question about that but to manage to be the next manager of the team if you're going to hire matt williams why wouldn't you hire bob melvin
1: yeah same thing you with
2: know. like if you're not
1: if you're everyone's like oh just put mike schulton to the spot he right. never lost with the cardinals like
2: <laughs> yeah okay. it's different it's a different organization yeah uh jared thanks again he says uh when i step in dog shit i usually don't do it again is that in reference to hiring from within Or like running it back, I think. I don't know. (laughs) More running back talk. I don't know.
1: Like, Yeah, there has to be definitive things learned from this season. What is going on with the Super Chats? I don't know. There has to be things that are being learned from this season that cannot happen again. And if you determine that some of those things like you, that you just have to move on from. You can't bring certain pl- like things back that are hindering you from taking that next step. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's, it is such an important off season because say they make moves like the Mets did. And you, you fire some dudes in the front office that, you know, the Josh Steins of the world, or right? Like, who, you know what I mean? Like guys, Scouting directors, rovers. guys underneath Preller. All right. Is that going to change things? Probably not. No, it won't. Because who's still in charge? It's AJ Pro. Right. The only way that things change is if AJ Preller leaves and if AJ Preller gets fired. And that is not happening. So might they have a, a good season next year? Yeah, they could. They could. But I I would uh, not bet a lot of money on that being like turned into a consistent string of winning year after year after year with AJ Preller. Then. Right. I would, done? I would view that as like, well, I guess we got on the, one of those lucky, one of those, uh, not lucky years, but like one of those, uh, anomaly years. Yeah. Cause, cause that, cause I mean, Preller, it's like, <laughs> give me a break, dude. I mean, this guy, nine seasons, nine years. It, it's, it's,
2: it's you tough go to go through the tough. resume.
1: It's tough to watch. No, the resumes, you know what the resume
2: is and he's, he's not a good GM uh rich this is an interesting point i had not realized this that okay they had the year-end season ticket holder type events obviously for a certain level and then ron fowler talks and then someone videotapes (laughs) it yeah and he says heads will roll and then they haven't done it since 2019 they had a pandemic in there you weren't doing it in 2020 but that's interesting note from rich i had not realized that like how do you how do you explain this really to your stakeholders your season ticket holders like, hey, renew, we get it. They got to go through the renewal process. I don't know what percent's renewing. I'm sure it's still a decent clip. It ain't 100%, but I'm sure it's at least a decent clip. But how, like, what are you buying that they're selling for 2024? If you're a ticket holder, you want discounts. You're not getting it. Prices went up. You want what? More access experiences. Like, Because it's interesting. Like, They're going to win 70 games. Yet they've raised ticket prices and people are going to be back. But are they going to be back at what point? Are people going to say, Well, I'm not going to be back because this wasn't good enough? It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I'll tell you what, it if they keep the status
1: quo going into this offseason, and if and by status, I mean, if they keep Preller, all right, and they don't make sizable changes. And say they do, I mean, I guess sizable change would be firing Bob Melvin, say they do fire Bob Melvin, Preller <laughs> hires flarity All right. Okay. <laughs> and say they get out to, I don't know, 13 and 16 start next year. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I mean, people will be leaving and people might already be leaving if the, if what happens happens this offseason and they fire Preller or fire Melvin, excuse me, keep Preller and like try to trade Juan Soto. I mean, you're going to get a ton of people saying peace out by i'm not paying that much money that's bullshit for this i'm not standing for this anymore Mm -hmm. like they they have so many question marks and things they have to deal with this offseason it's not just roster construction
2: no i agree and and by the way i mean i guess if you moved on from preller maybe that is a reason for people to Stay, I don't know, does that excite the fan base and does that get you to keep your season tickets? But if he stays, then you're out. If if they fire Bob Manager, does that make you less likely to renew or more likely to renew? It's it's just, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious because obviously they have this season ticket record and there was a wait list. And I mean, they've had 40,000 fans every single game. I'm just curious to see what it looks like in 2024. All, J- mm-hmm. I was going to say, all I care about is if they...
1: If they make sure to keep the curtains open,
2: yes, right, lounge. right, in the like wherever that is. Where is that Lexus area? Oh my god! Yeah, so you can Lexus. see the hitters in the cage. Game. Yeah, because if they close those curtains, you should definitely turn on this team. Right, uh, JD Gatto, thank you. It says George Klioffkov, next Padres oh. manager, he has free time. He will have free time. He will, but he's not going to be
1: anywhere near any sports for the rest of his life, unfortunately
2: yeah no although he's making 1.8 million a year for the next five years wouldn't that be nice oh my god i would love to, to make 1.8 million to like for like fail five years to do nothing yeah I mean, like you fail your job and and iheart's like we owe you 1.8 for the next five you years. destroy an entire conference you yeah. destroy an entire like company you're yeah. like yeah cool but you're still nine million dollars over five years like great on. i mean well, it's like the bobby Benia stuff he's getting paid every year i mean it's different but was actually productive um, I'll yeah. pull this up from retired at the super. I don't think we're going to see that in 2024 would be my guess because I don't no. know if there's an experienced manager. Um, I, I think the manager they're going to have in 2024 is anyone's guess to be honest with you. Is it Melvin? Maybe. Is it Flaherty from within? Maybe. Do they open it up to a national search? Maybe. Right. So it's anyone's guess. They go into next year with the first time manager again,
1: AJ Preller still at the helm. No, <laughs> oh, another first and you let, manager. And, and, and you don't have Snell, right? And you don't have Hater, And say they pull the trigger and we're like, you know what? Screw it. We got to trade Soto. And they trade Soto. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised if that, that first weekend at PECO Park, right? You get a sell mm-hmm. on an opening day, but I would not be surprised if that weekend you see 35,000 there. Hold on.
2: So, so you're saying, tell me the moves again. Soto's gone. Soto's traded.
1: First time manager, Preller still here. No Snell, no hater.
2: Wow. who do they open with? It's like always the well, they open up in Korea with the Dodgers. Well, that'll be so, sold out.
1: That doesn't count. No, it doesn't. But count. I think well, they open
2: with the Giants. Of course they do. It's like a hundred straight year. Giants oh. at home. On a yeah. Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. How many, how many Giants fans will we get there?
1: You'll get some, right? I'm just so curious, man. Like they have a lot of things they got to maneuver here. And this year the fans showed out. I would not expect the same thing to happen next year if they don't turn it around in a huge fucking way. Yeah,
2: I agree with you. Uh, It's not going to be the exact same. It's not. No, it's just not. Now, will it be comparable? And that's a credit to their marketing team. If they can make this thing 3.1 million again, or whatever it's going to be. This might That's be a record that might not be seen for a long time. <laughs> you're right. It's a possibility. Um, okay, guys, do want to remind you about our partner here on The Wrap-Up Show, our friends over at Aura. You can get 10% off your first order. Can you pull this up, Jim? You did. Good job. ORA.organic. If you're looking to get healthier, this is the place to turn. Ora dot organic or click the link in the description down below. Their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan. He is a longtime supporter of this channel. He's an all-around great guy. They have offices right here in San Diego in Liberty Station. And again, if you support our channel, please support our local partners like Aura, like Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance, whatever it is. If it's the probiotic, I've been taking one every day for a year and a half from Aura. It's an amazing product for digestion, heart health, mental health, and more. They have pre-workout supplements. They have proteins for after workouts. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, they have omega-3 oils that are plant-based. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. Go to ora.organic or click the link in the description down below. Great company. Take advantage of those offers. And again, click the link in the description down below. Everyone wants to get healthier themselves, their family, their friends. You can do it by clicking the link in the description down below or by going to ora.organic.
1: Yeah, guys, if you want to start, you know, living a healthy lifestyle, taking some supplements,
2: get a, a good
1: pre-workout and a great pro, uh, protein powder for after your workouts. If you don't know where to go or is the best place for you, www.ora.organic. Go right there right now. Pick up some supplements, pick up some protein powder and some pre-workout. Um, try it all out,
2: and I guarantee you, will be thanking us later. I just banned someone just because why not? Yeah, cool. Okay. <laughs> man the chat gets chat gets a little frisky sometimes yeah. is it because the padres are out of it or because it's a friday night or because it's youtube it's the internet weird things happen on the internet yeah i saw yeah
1: did you see this guy uh george kirby what he said oh why am i even talking about it right now never mind who cares
2: why what? no why what, what?
1: this guy for the seattle mariners was like complaining about going out there in the seventh inning tonight he's like like, I was gas. Gag- like, I didn't want to go out there for the seventh. And he gave up like a game time two-run Homer or something. <laughs> he said
2: afterwards he didn't want to go out there,
1: like publicly in his post game. He's like, I didn't want to go
2: out there for the seventh. Wow. Soft. That is pretty soft. Yeah. That is soft. We should talk about that coming up next on the Mariners wrap up show that we run over at. Uh, I will. Do you, Mariners- Blake S-
1: Do you think Blake Snell would ever say that publicly? Oh, wait, he has. He didn't say it like that, did he? Did you see Kevin's article this morning?
2: I did. What he what said in there? What Blake Snell said?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, well why didn't we talk about it? What did he say? What were the exact quotes? Hold on. The exact quotes. I mean, the he whole said, first half, second half stuff we've talked about. He said, it's
1: so hard to go seven, eight, nine because I will have an inning of 25 or 26 pitches. It's going to happen. I don't care about that. What is 7 compared to 6? As long as I outlast the other starter, it's all I care about. Is that that crazy of a quote? I mean, you know, I would not like. <laughs> I would not like to hear that from a guy I'm potentially going to give 180
2: million dollars to. Yeah, maybe not. But he's one of these like he's a classic quantity over quality guy. No, quality over quantity guy. Yeah, he throws a lot of pitches, but he's successful in doing it. Other guys might work deeper into games, but they don't have the same amount of success. At least this year, he's mm. a quality. Over quantity. When things are good. I get it. He's had bad years. 2018, 180 innings. It wasn't 200 innings. He's going to throw 180 innings this year. He's over 160. 161.
1: He's had a a great year. The problem with Snell is like, I don't know, that that schemes. Like Chad says in the chat, it it seems
2: a little bit selfish to me. But His quotes have always been like that for three years. They're always a little selfish. Maybe. I mean, he was concerned about earned runs. Throwing guys on the bus first couple of years. Yeah, can't be, can't catch, essentially. I agree. He's, um, he's one of these uh, acquired tastes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's a little honest, maybe too honest sometimes. And he's just an interesting dude. Like, when you listen to him talk with Donna Mudd on the broadcast, he's just like a character. Yeah. He's just different. When I hear he's- him talk post-game, he's just a little different than typical right. big league players. He seems like but- a, like a uh, try-hard guy
1: trying hard to make everyone like him. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's
2: possible. I don't but, know. Yeah. I mean, listen, hey, he's going to end up getting two real a, deals in his career. He's he had the first a great deal from year. Tampa. Yeah. yeah.
1: Congrats to him. He's going to potentially win the Cy Young and he's going to get paid. Yeah, he will. If I'm running a team, I ain't touching him.
2: Let, but let's put that real quick for the final just 10 minutes of the chat. Let's put that in the poll. Would you? How do I do this? <laughs> I don't know where the hell I am. I'm gonna put a, a poll in the chat. Okay, do it. Would you like to see the Padres resign Blake Snell? Probably should have put that in like the
1: beginning, but okay. Well, whatever. I'm just fine. I'm just kidding.
2: Would you like to see the Padres resign Blake Snell? Simple yes or no. I mean, we listen. It's not going to be a one-year, twelve million-dollar deal. So be realistic. Are you cool with them paying even at bare minimum one hundred
1: twenty-five
2: million? Oh. That's their minimum. Happening. Hometown deal. <laughs> that ain't happening with fucking. He likes it Bob here. Horace. He likes. Yeah. It. He didn't want to be traded. Great. I'm sure he'll take
1: sixty more million dollars less
2: than what he can make out elsewhere. Okay, <laughs> fine. Let's let's um let's say that the deal is the Rodon deal. Six years, one sixty-two. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> that will Let's see what the chat has to say. Should be pinned up there right now in the chat. Yeah, I mean Rodan's I had a great year for the, the Yankees, 08. Oh, yeah, he's been amazing. That was a really good deal. Mm-hmm. All these deals are bad. We looked at them. All the deals that pay pitchers, hitters too. You pay someone $300 million, you better really produce. I mean, you better have Shohei Otani-type seasons or there's going to be a lot of critiquing. And there's been a lot of critiquing to Manny Machado. He mm-hmm. gets paid a lot of money. There's been a lot of critiquing to Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr., that's why, like, like none, the uh, none of those deals are spectacular. No, and and hopefully Musgrove is fine. Then that
1: that's why that deal to me, I'm like, dude, five for a hundred. Yeah, like,
2: shit. <laughs> as long as he stays healthy. As Long as he stays healthy, I agree. All right. So A B says, interesting. Logan Webb got ninety million, five years. Snell isn't worth anywhere close to double that. But he kind of you he's kind a thirty various. year old pitcher coming off a of Cy Young season in theory. What are you gonna get? I mean, a thirty year old pitcher off of Cy Young is gonna make twenty five million dollars a year. Sorry. Snell is
1: Snell's gonna get Snell is the best pitcher on the market. End of discussion. All right. Hurt. And uh Urias is being fucking gonna be put in prison. <laughs> and as he should. What is the latest there? I don't know. Fuck him. But he <laughs> dude, will be the number one dude, starter.
2: What? Okay. He'll be the number one starter on the market. Do you know the particulars of the case? I don't. It's not dude, good, right?
1: He got arrested for domestic violence. Second time, one. isn't it? Second time. Offender. Arrested? Yeah. Well, no, that's not good. And there's like video someone took on like a cell phone of him like, like committing these acts. So he might get less than Snell. He's going to get a lot less than Snell, and by he's a lot less, I mean he's going to get now. like jail time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's terrible. I don't I'm know, he's laughing like, because it's, it's terrible. Yeah, it's the worst. But he's going to be the best pitcher on the market. His price is already was already going to be high. This thing mm-hmm. just shot up another twenty million because when you have Scott Boris as your agent, Oh, good point. He'll hold out and. You were the only dude on the market that's head and shoulders, the best pitcher out there. Dude, I, wh- I would not be shocked if he got a $200 million contract from somebody. 30-year-old coming off a Cy young million year? $200 million for dude, I would not be surprised. And I I just wouldn't. And I also wouldn't be surprised if it was a shorter deal, but the AAV is like a Trevor Bauer situation with like $47 million a year.
2: Would you be surprised if it was the Dodgers?
1: No, neither would I, and I would fucking hate it. (laughs) Because I'm saying that's the risk you (laughs) run. If he goes to a competent organization, like they might, right, that makes him even better. Makes him even uh, yeah, you can unlock Snell even more. I that's scary. That is scary.
2: Yeah, that could be super scary. That's that's my point. I'm with you. I don't want him for 6-160 either until I find out he goes to the Dodgers. And then I'm like, fuck. Yeah, like that's a problem. You're going up against him in that division. You can't yeah. win it anyways. It's just another, you know, tougher putt. Oh Yeah uh murray thank you appreciate it appreciate your super chat uh thanks guys for hanging out please subscribe if you are here thank you for the supers if you are here murray says padre fans take solace in this twins collapse last year against cleveland down the stretch uh this year seven game lead every year is different 2024 could be fun
1: okay I really i'm trying
2: to... okay take solace in this Twins. i don't remember what happened last year the twins collapse and cleveland made the playoffs I, I, I didn't keep up with on my Minnesota Twins wrap-up show channel. But the difference, honestly, by the way, guys, is like if they were seven games behind one team, if there was just the Padres and one team seven games in front of them, I would still say the season's over. Mm-hmm. But I would at least give them the like, hey, you never know if that team in front of you collapses. The issue is there are four teams still in front of you you need to pass in 20 games. And I think Murray's making – I mean, Murray's not saying. He's saying 2024 could be fun. So he's not saying, hey, 2023, they're going to do it. But the idea that someone made up seven games at another point in baseball history, they didn't have to leapfrog four teams to make up seven games. Right. So Arizona could literally tank, but what if Miami doesn't? That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me get to our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Oh, Did you know that – pull this up. Hold on. Man. I got it. Did okay. you know that the NFL is back? What? Yeah, last night NFL returned and you can play daily fantasy right now at underdogfantasy.com. Um, it was the I forget Niners and the Eagles, I think. Super Bowl? It was Super Bowl, <laughs> Niners, Eagles, Super Bowl. No, it was uh Chiefs, Lions, Lions won. Why would the Lions be on Thursday night football in the opener? That's so dumb. Anyway. <laughs> Underdogfantasy.com. If you use promo code pods, wrap, you're getting a 100% deposit match up to $100. You don't have to deposit $100. You can deposit 10, get the 100% deposit match all the way up to $100. Use promo code pods, wrap NFL drafts going on right now for week one season long week one action, whatever you want to play underdog is there for you. You draft, they take care of everything else. You could auto draft, or you could draft yourself. They take care of everything. There are no waivers. There are no trades. They set your best lineup. Simple as that. MLB drafts going on right now. NFL drafts going on right now. Pick'ems going on right now as well. Look at this. We have a couple of featured. This is a. You need to go to underdogfantasy.com right now. Let me tell you why. If Saquon Barkley rushes for a half yard, well, then you already have one of your two pick'ems. Do you think Barkley rushes for more than a half yard against the Cowboys? I do. That's the like, bet they're giving you. They're giving it to you. I could see him rushing for one yard, couldn't you? I'm going higher on. <laughs> higher? Now, are you going, going higher high on? Play? What about Shadur Sanders? This is the higher. feature play. Can Prime shock the world again? Higher or lower than two and a half passing TDs for his son? I'll go lower, right? Two and a half? He's gonna have three passing touchdowns. Bro,
1: I'm I'm all in on Colorado. First are game you? at home it is going to be an absolute scene. There, I read. Some, I read. Scene. I read that uh, they have already handed out 800 plus media credentials for tomorrow Ooh, in Colorado. It's ridiculous. Surpassing the record at Colorado back in like 2001 against Nebraska. Wow.
2: By like 300. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, you already have a boosted pick for Saquon Barkley in your entry. You'll need to remove it if you want to. Okay. I can't take Sanders and Barkley. Um, um, take take Barkley. It's the easy bet. He's yeah, going to yeah, rush for I more think he's than yard. Have one yard. I could see it. And then, um, or, and then, I mean, you just pick anything. It's amazing. You can, there. right, we'll go to Shador Sanders again for whatever reason. Oh, that's boosted. I think, okay, I can still play it down here. You like higher than two and a half passing TDs, mm-hmm. $40 wager pays $120. All you have to do is hit the Sanders to win because Barkley's is going to have a yard rushing. You hit any play, higher or lower, and you're tripling up your bet. 40 pays 120 So do it right now. Underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PodsRap. You get your 100% deposit match up to $100. Football is back, which is good news, I guess, based on the way the Padres have played here in the second half of the year. And basically Mm. the year. The whole year. Let me get to some of these Supers. (laughs) What's that? The whole year. The whole year. Um, Let me get to a few Supers that have rolled in here late. Um, Like this one from HBVV. What's up, man? Lucky for Urias. Prisons are filled with Doyer fans. No comment. Jim probably has a comment. I hope be you beloved love there. Um, JD Gaucho, thank you. He says, Jim's back page, plus one. Fox Sports Radio launched a new Saturday show. Alex Curry and Monsi Bolaños, two awesome women. I did not realize that. Actually, did you huh. get that email? uh uh-uh. did you, you didn't get the Fox Sports release about like their talent for football? Why would I get that? I don't know. I get it. So I thought you might. But it had Rich in there. That's why I bring it up. Oh, yeah. Because
1: we're... Have anything to do
2: with national Fox Sports yeah. Radio? They finalized their lineup. Oh, great. You don't care? Mark Willard and Kyle Rudolph. Sundays from. Oh, dude, 8 that's p.m. that's must to 11 listen, PM bro. Eastern. It's must listen radio. The Fellows with Anthony Gargano. Oh. Jason Fitz. I lo- that's like the greatest show ever. Oh, Fitz is awesome. Alex Curry, like you just said, and Bolaños. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Down. You can hear it on San Diego Sports 760. A lot of that programming. Uh, Richard, thank you. (laughs) Jim's like dying. Um, Richard always lets us know he's a Dodger fan. Richard, thank you. He says, going full tinfoil hat here. Was the motivation with the big contracts an attempt to continue to to slay the dragon? Beating LA is the rally cry of every Padre fan. Welcome back, Jim. Well, What was the big contract since the... I mean, you're talking about Bogarts, I guess? Uh yeah, $280 dollars. Does that have to do
1: with the Dodgers? No, it's Preller that can't help himself and thinks that you know adding just another like all star player without having any idea how to build a cohesive roster is going to work. Yeah, I just think it was them trying to make a splash. Like, could you imagine? I am just thinking to myself. You didn't sign Bogarts, okay? Mm-hmm. You had Hasan Kim be your shortstop, like everybody wanted him to be. Right. Um. You still had Tatis in right. You used that money to go out and get, like, I don't know, a Jose Abreu to play first base. And you know how much
2: better I think this team would be? Right, and you would have money for Kim in the future. You might have money for Snell in the future if you save $280 million. Yep, and you didn't sign uh, Jake Cronenworth
1: to just a random uh, yeah, that was $80 so million random. Dollar contract. You know, and if you didn't sign you Darvish to a random six-year, hundred-plus million-dollar contract, like, oh my god, I'm just like, oh, it just makes yeah, me want to fucking thing, punch man. a
2: wall, dude. The Darvish deal is not good. I mean, the Bogarts deal is not good, but you could at least argue Bogarts could put together two, three, four seasons here because he's still only thirty or whatever. But Darvish, I, I don't, I just don't see it now. How's he bouncing back? Mm-hmm. Age thirty-seven seasons, your bounce-back year. Ugh. I know
1: Jose Brady hasn't had like a great season, but his numbers are better than all of the numbers combined for every single first baseman that's played for this podcast <laughs> team
2: <laughs> right, that's ever played in the last like ten years. I mean, right? Um, JD, Gaucho, you thank kept, you. You kept Jake in his natural
1: position at second. It's just like Ugh.
2: right. Uh, this is an important question, Jim. Will we see Steph Curry in the 2024 Olympics?
1: Well, they better because this, this fucking Team USA
2: can't, can't How do you lose to uh, Germany? win a FIBA championship.
1: I know. What are we doing here? Dude? I remember
2: my first time playing basketball. Where, what just happened? Who's on this team? Like, nobody. Okay, well, that's a problem. Tyrese Halliburton is like one of their best players. He's in the crunch time moments. <laughs> I
1: mean, give me a break. Is
2: this dude. the, the tune-up to the Olympics? What Kind of. Yeah, it's next summer. I mean, this is,
1: the, this is the FIBA, so the FIBA's yeah, like, yeah, gotcha.
2: who cares, really? Are they going to win the Olympics? This is a fair question That's has nothing to do with the wrap-up show. Do you think the U.S. will win the gold medal in the 2024 Olympics? I think that's a reasonable question. Um, if they have, like... Who's going to have to be on the team? Give me five players on that team you'd want to see. Five American wanna NBA see, guys.
1: I'd want to see Steph. I'd want to see... Even at his age? Jason, to, okay. Just yeah. one time. Yep. Jason Tatum anthony davis uh fuck it lebron really one last time one last ride bro one last ride
2: with his son son. imagine that um and then give me who's your fifth america that's a great question isn't it
1: um
2: You normally love it. What about like Durant? Yeah,
1: there we go. Durant. Yeah. Or uh, that. Uh, scratch that. Him or like Devin Booker. Ooh. Yeah. Devin.
2: What about the Warriors, Chris Paul? What if it's just the Warriors against the world? <laughs> they would probably lose. It <laughs> probably would. They'd probably um, lose. All right, good question though, JD gotcha. I saw in the chat too,
1: uh yeah. Chad,
2: who, by the way, welcome
1: back, Chad. I oh ew. what's up, Chad? What's up, Chad? Hope you're doing well, man. No tough times, but uh, I know you just had a newborn baby, so congratulations. Absolutely. Um, He
2: asked me how Wawa was. Oh, yes, yes. Wait, who said he's taking a hometown? Anthony says at ten thirty-six. When was that? I didn't say a minute ago. He's he's taking a. Oh, maybe you're watching on replay. I didn't say he's taking. I was kidding. Oh yeah. yeah. I agree. He's not taking a hometown. I'm completely. He's not from here. What's the hometown? He was traded here. Yeah, he wants to go to anyway, Seattle. How was Wawa? It was very good. Yeah, what about Kawhi? Good. Just Kawhi he might too. have to be in his top five, but is he on this team for you, or no? Because of his health, he won't play. He wouldn't do it. You're saying?
1: Give me Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron, yeah. Jason Tatum, and you take your chances. Uh, Devin Booker, Kevin yeah. Durant, Steph Curry. I'll take my Dave chances Miller. with that
2: team. Win it all. Anthony Davis. Yeah, go beat that team.
1: The big man out there. Draymond Green, put him on there as well. Like We're good. Yeah, go beat that team. Um, uh, okay, what was Walla your takeaway? Wall was away? great. Was yeah. great. I, um, <laughs> it has everything there, dude. Like, literally. I know it's like
2: joking about, it. oh, being like Subway. Like, I was joking.
1: <laughs> Wawa has literally everything.
2: They got all the items, right? On the touchscreen, they got everything. 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 Full like, deli. you want a burger. They got a burger. They they got you a want burger. some mac
1: and cheese. He's Fries, geez, sure. I want some fries? Got some fries. Tater, you wanna, tater tots. Tater tots. They got tater tots. You want to yeah, like? You yeah, want to? This a is the reason why pretzels. like
2: everyone like you can eat anything at any time. You know, like that anything. doesn't really happen in California as much. You don't go to you don't go to a gas station and get like a no. ham and cheese. No, and they have
1: coffee. They have milkshakes. They have smoothies. Pretzels. Like pretzels. I told Aaron it's it's basically like you know a Seven Eleven on correct like barry bond steroids 2002
2: level like his four straight mvps that's wawa compared to like seven wow years. that's strong words how many people here right now in the chat have no clue what jim is talking about or have never heard of wawa or maybe you have because you've listened to this show or watched this show it's just what a pennsylvania convenience store with with a gas station attached to it also
1: rita's ice is uh <laughs> holy shit dude <laughs> holy you- shit did you got to look at property. Mainline <sighs> Philly
2: suburbs can just
1: yeah, dial Rich, up. Rich is right. A.M.P.M. on steroids. Oh yeah, no, it smokes A.M.P.M. Smokes it, dude. Smokes it because the ho- the hoagies there
2: are delicious. All right, that's gonna do it <laughs> for tonight here on the wrap up show. Actually, no, it won't. We got one more super that just rolled in from JD Gacho. Uh, if Jim didn't get any Taylor Chip cookies while in Philly, I'll be sad. Those were the cookies I brought you. Yeah, do you remember? He brought us cookies that were. I know those were delicious. Yeah. Sorry,
1: sorry, man. I I didn't have time to go to Taylor Chip. You should have. Yeah. yeah. Also, what is that convenience store? It's kind of like a Ralph's but better. Do you what what's called? Ralph's that? isn't a convenience store. Or not a
2: convenience store. A grocery store, but they have it in in Acme? Jersey. No. Oh, like- you're talking about freaking timeouts and Wegmans. No. Yes, you're not talking about Wegmans. No, something else. What is it? there. Waker. No, it's,
1: I forget what it is.
2: But we went there. I was like, "Holy shit!" A, a grocery store in
1: Jersey. Yeah, it's like it's like Taylor or something, or I don't know. I forget what it's called.
2: It's like two words. Right. Well, stay tuned. We'll have that for you Sunday night when the (laughs) wrap-up show continues. Uh, We'll be back Sunday. We'll wrap up this Houston series. We'll look at it through a Dodgers series. That should be entertaining, if nothing else. Dodgers-Padres next week at Dodger Stadium. We'll be with you Sunday night, 9.30, wrap-up show, wrapping up, Padres-Astros series. We'll see if the Padres can remain mathematically alive because I know Jim and I both feel as if this thing is still very doable right now with 20 to play. All right, subscribe. You're on Padres content in season, out of season. Subscribe if you are here. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Say hi, by the way, if you're going to be at the Aztec game tomorrow, we'll be broadcasting live from the Aztec Village from 2.30 to 4.30. So please say hello. Uh, GSDP Cisco Niners for you, Jim. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Whatever your insurance need is, Mark is there for you. Click the link in the description down below. If you want to get healthier, Aura, or Click the link in the description down below. Week one NFL. You got to get to underdog fantasy. They're giving you pick em winners right now with that Saquon Barkley play. Use promo code PADSWRAP, P A D S W R E P. You'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right. For Jim, Padres won, by the way, tonight, 11 2. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the wrap up show. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Bye.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app.